Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of our special two hours of race relations in Utah as we look at that, not just from the state of Utah, but really across the country and around the world. And where are we and where are we in those conversations? If you've missed any of the segments today, you do need to go back and check out the podcast. A wide range of backgrounds and groups and really tried to elevate the conversation in terms of how do we actually lean in and have these conversations? How do we take on, how do we seriously take on the morally bankrupt idea of superiority and the resulting dehumanizing of others based on their race, on religion or gender or orientation or social status or political belief? Uh, because that is where hate begins. And we know hate cannot drive out hate According to Dr. King, uh, only love can do that. We have to change the conversation, and we have to listen different. We have to lean in. We have to be willing to come to every conversation with curiosity rather than condemnation or a set belief of what we think the other person thinks or what their experience is. We have to be open to to all of that. And as we round out the program today, uh, I want to go back to a conversation. Uh, it was a very moving and powerful conversation uh, that I had a little over a year ago, uh, His Eminence Archbishop Epitaphoros of the Greek Orthodox Church was in the state, and he comes from a, a very interesting background as a religious minority in Turkey. And he talked uh, with us here at Inside Sources about persecution of religious minorities, and he emphasized the need for people to bring their whole selves to the public square. Take a listen. People want to be in public what they are in private. And that's a human right. Of course, uh, having uh, a secular state and equal distances and behavior to all religions and faiths. And it's another thing to expect from someone to forget his faith and forget his identity because faith is part of his identity or her identity. So I love that whole idea of being able to bring your whole self, your whole authentic self into the public square. And sometimes I think we don't recognize what happens in the public square and how that inhibits some from really embracing who they are and expressing who they are. And learning to have that kind of conversation, again, I'm going to go back to the earlier in the program, Dr. J. Jacobson uh, talked about the many unreported incidents of hate crimes 
Uh, and whether that's the, you know, we talk about the high profile, the swastika, you know, etched into the glass. Uh, that's very in your face, very deliberate. And so it gets a lot of news coverage. But shouldn't we all be thinking about that seventh grader uh, who maybe had a swastika etched into his locker at school? Those are things that we have to have conversations about and we have to get to a different kind of thing. So uh, I want to get now in these last few moments of this special edition of Inside Sources to to get to the therefore what questions. Everyone uh, needs to be heard and they need to recognize the things that they bring to the table are respected. So it's not just being able to have a seat at the table. You have to have a voice at the table, a respected voice at the table. And like his eminence said, it's a it's a human right. I love that it's a human right to bring your whole self to the public square. And that's really where we began the program today, uh, that we can bring our whole self, that in the midst of all the grievances that were listed in the Declaration of Independence, that there was the magical, incredible statement of all are created equal. And we have been in a debate and we have been in conflict that our performance, our behavior has not lived up to that principle Uh, throughout the course of our history and how we do that. Uh, Government can't do that. There is no government big enough or powerful enough to do that. We have to do that. That's a we the people issue. And so as we look at what do we do about what we talked about today, uh, you start by asking yourself uh, in any conversation on race, uh, Do you want a discussion where everyone's involved, everyone has a voice, or do you just want to lecture and talk down to the group? And that happens from all sides. Sometimes it's the majority talking down to a minority group. Sometimes it's a minority group talking down to the majority, telling what they don't know or what they don't understand. The more important thing is that we have to come together in respect because that's how we get to the path forward together. And a lot of that does begin as we look at each other as fellow travelers, as we actually look at that element of grace. Uh, my good friend and New York Times bestselling author of Crucial Conversations, Joseph Grinney, who, of course, also leads the Other Side Academy and the Other Side Village, uh, he made a comment on my show one time that really got my attention as it relates to race. Uh, he's done a lot of work over the years in South Africa. And Joseph noted to me on that occasion that the nation does regular polling of its people regarding race relations. And there is one question that has been included on all of these uh, surveys over the years in South Africa. And it's a question, I think it's one question that could transform everything for all of us. And the question, really simple. In the last six months, have you had someone from another race over for lunch or for dinner? And just think of that. If each of us had someone either over for dinner or met them for dinner or lunch or a drink or whatever it may be, who didn't look like, act like, believe like, live like we do every six months. If you did that once every six months, uh, that kind of interaction would create space for all kinds of transformation. And I want to close out today uh, with one thought from our friend, uh, Reverend Amos Brown, uh, 17th pastor of the Third Historic Baptist Church of San Francisco that I think gives us the solution to the problem as it comes to race relations here in the state of Utah. Each of us has something to offer. We used to sing that old song in nursery school. The more we get together, the happier we'll be. 
or your song will be my song and my song will be your song. The more we get together, the happier we'll be. The more we work together, I would add, the happier we will be. I love that. Uh, and, you know, I first met uh, Reverend Brown uh, at the NAACP conference in Michigan and watched this unique friendship and partnership that he started uh, with President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And even though these men were vastly different in their experience and background, uh, they have linked and locked arms to make a difference in financial literacy, education, career development, uh, and a host of other things. And rather than chasing the divide, uh, these two found common ground, which always leads to higher ground. They pursued that inspiring insight. They trailblazed new opportunities. And there are great lessons in there for all of us. Uh, They were not interested in old conversations. They were interested in new solutions. And in all of our race relations, in all of our interactions with each other, that's where we have to get. We don't need to sit and bash all of the old conversations. Let's come to common ground with great respect and explore new solutions because that's where we get better. We know better and we can be better as we do better. The more we get together, the more we work together, the happier we'll be. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on this special edition of Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts and do something today that'll make a difference. Your all-day resource for critical breaking news, traffic and weather, and conversation about Utah's most important stories. Listen on any smart speaker, the KSL News Radio app, and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio, Utah's all-day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.